Welcome to Lead by Example, where we talk to business leaders about their passions in life, at work, and how their journey can help others. I'm Jason Manning, and I've been interviewing celebrities, musicians, and other interesting people for the past 20 plus years, and look forward to bringing you an inside look at how business leaders are inspired to do amazing things and lead by example. Each of them has an interesting story to tell, and they just might have a lot in common with you. So join us on this journey to find out what inspires these people to do what they do and where that passion comes from. I'll be joined by my co-host, Matt Berry. He's founder of Conversion Marketing, an avid storyteller who appreciates learning from fellow business leaders. This podcast is brought to you by Conversion Marketing, bringing decades of experience in storytelling and marketing to B2B and tech companies who also lead by example. Hi, Matt. How are you? Good. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing awesome, man. We've got somebody very interesting on this episode of Lead by Example. Tell us more. Yeah, I am uh, so excited about this one. Jay Cosilla is going to be joining us. And Jay uh, helps to manage and lead the largest uh, community of fish fans on, on Facebook. And, you know, my go-to location, Fish Tour 2014. And there's 30,000 uh, fish fans in this community. And Jay... Um, manages it beautifully it's not always an easy job but it's important to fans like myself so looking forward to chatting with jay and getting a little behind the scenes jay thanks for joining us hey uh really really appreciate you guys having me on uh, thanks thanks for inviting me um yep no it's uh it's amazing to hear your voice at last the man behind all things fish in my life. I know every day I'm in there and uh, trying to follow along. And uh, today we're hoping to get a little bit inside peek behind Fish Tour 2014, you know, how it came to be and, and certainly get into uh, our shared love for the band. So um, I thought we could start. I I'm really curious just to hear a little bit of the backstory in terms of, um, you know, when you started the group, the page, and, you know, why you started it. Well, it it actually was not started by myself. Um, okay. It started out. Um, it was a group made for for fish fans, uh, and 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 done every year by Brando Rich, uh, the founder of Cash for Trade. Um, I'm sure many many people already know who Brando is. Uh, many years ago, uh, started Cash for Trade, uh, Cash or Trade. Sorry. Um, as a resource to help fans get face value uh, fish tickets, really. But uh, in the end, uh, we've spread to you know pretty much all all bands, any concert, um, in, in the name of face value. You know, help fans, helping out fans, um, not having to buy scalped tickets. Um, Brando started these groups basically just to discuss and set up you know potential trades for cash or trade. Um, but it, was, it became kind of a communal meeting place. It was just, uh, you know, Facebook wasn't quite as popular, not, not quite as popular as it is now. And um, I was in one of the groups, and I kind of moved away from a lot of the other online fish resources like Fantasy Tour, um, Fish Hook, a few other boards like that. Started getting into the Facebook a little bit more. Um, and on one of Brando's boards uh, one year, I think it was like 2012, 2013, uh, 
Um, I found myself messaging a lot with Brando. Um, whenever I saw something on the boards that I didn't think was quite right, either people, you know, selling tickets over face or just being kind of belligerent and rude or, or trolling. Um, and at that point, uh, Brando said, Hey, you know, uh, rather than message me and tell me what's going on, uh, would you like to just kind of keep an eye on this thing for me? And, uh, I, I did and kind of never looked back. It's, it's been a, you know, seven or eight years now. Wow. That is, uh, that is something. And Jack, I'll say cash or trade has saved me, uh, plenty of times when, you know, especially when there's been a tough show and it's awesome that, you know, there's so many fans out there that do the right thing. And, you know, whether, whether it's trading them or, or selling them for face value, um, I know they've saved me many times and I, I'm always appreciative. And in, in fact, sometimes I'm, I stay in touch with, with the people that I end up uh, buying them from or going into the show with them. So if that's an awesome thing. Um, so then I think if, if we take a step back a bit, Oh, sorry, were you gonna say something? Oh, no, no, I just, just agreeing, just agreeing. Yeah. Um, I've met some great people through there. Um, the hardest new years for me, I think was at least in recent years, 2000, 2011, um, I could not find a ticket to save my life and, uh, cash or trade came through and, uh, I was a firm believer ever since, uh, you should have a huge, huge help. Uh, I, I did not get a ticket for that year. I know, I mean, that many, many people have worse stories, but, uh, for me, I like to have my tickets early as soon as possible. Um, I think it was about a week to 10 days before New Year's Eve. Uh, I, I managed to lock down a ticket through cash trade and, uh, it's just, uh, it's just a huge relief. Yeah. They're, Lifesaver. They're, yeah. Yeah. There, that, 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 um, cash or trade is more people need to be knowing about that site because like you say, it is an absolute lifesaver and it's one fan patting another fan on the back and helping people get into Basically. shows. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, just, just keeping the, keeping a real good vibe and, 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 and friendly, you know, community feeling, uh, for, for all the fans. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what, on the flip side I've uh, I've sold, some tickets through there and it feels damn good to do the right thing. So, you know, it's always nice helping these get someone into the show. Um, you know, when it's a lot of tough times, you know, trying to get out there, people aren't in a position to spend a whole lot of money and um, it's uh, it's a it's a great thing. So yeah, now if we take a step back, I'm curious to hear about uh, you know how you really you know started with fish when you started listening first show. Um, when does that take you back to? Um, you know, uh, we used to listen. Me and some friends, uh, we would just drive around, or you know, where when we find our place, you know, hanging out for the night. Uh, we started listening mostly to studio albums at first. Um, wasn't really aware of like, you know, the live, uh, trading scene, you know, how many live shows were around just yet at that point. But, uh, started listening to studio albums with friends, maybe late 97 into 98. Um, I was still young way back then. And, uh, one night, uh, we all worked at like this pizza place and 
this was uh, summer of '99. After after listening to all these albums, uh, there was uh, there was going to be the the Midsummer Festival in Oswego that year, uh, July of uh, 1999. And after after we got on and worked at the pizza place, we're like, well, hey, let's Oswego is like 45 minutes from our house, so. We had no plans of going to the show, no real interest at that point in seeing a live show. We were just like enjoying the band, uh, but we were like, you know, let's. We didn't have tickets, so we were like, let's let's just drive down and and see what's going on and see what happens. And uh, drove down there, completely not knowing what to expect, completely overwhelmed with how many people were there and just the bigness of it. Um, I will gleefully admit um i i honestly assumed that every show was like that um my my first show being a festival that just kind of got sprung on me um i was naive enough to think that this giant traveling circus of fish and all of its fans and the, and the ferris wheel and on all of that was what traveled city to city i was like this this is absolutely incredible um I I was just amazed after that show, um, and just just wanted to to be part of it, and didn't didn't really get to do too much because, uh, as we know, in two thousand uh, they took the first break. So um, I honestly did not see a show since that first show. I did not see anything until the comeback of Hampton two thousand three. So I have kind of a gap there. Uh, started started a little late uh, and missed out on some good stuff. Um, trying to make up for it here and there when I can. Yeah, and you know, it's uh, we can we'll get into it with just uh, you know, some of the uh, the craziness on Fish Twenty uh, Fish Twenty Fourteen, um, and you know, people judging who started and when, and you know, my take on it is, I don't care if you started you know twenty years ago or two years ago, if you love it the way you know so many of us do, that that's good enough for me, but. Um, so, so Hampton, you, uh, were you, were you there for those, uh, those shows, all, all three um, in Hampton? All three, uh, tried, tried like hell to get into to MSG for the actual, you know, the comeback, um, could not land a ticket for that. And at the time, I mean, again, this was before cash or trade. I, I can remember surfing through eBay, looking at tickets and, uh, the cheapest tickets at that time were four or $500. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, I was working like I said, at a pizza place, so I wasn't exactly making a lot of money. It was just a dream that I couldn't make. Um, actually got insanely lucky calling in to Ticketmaster, which hardly even are even given the option to do that anymore, but called in and got all three nights, a pair for all three nights. So me and uh, my best friend, Seth, uh, the the guy that primarily got me into fish uh, were able to go and do all three Hampton shows for the the 2003 yeah. comeback and uh, yeah. just have kept right on going. That's awesome. Those were uh, those were some of the toughest shows for Hampton 2003. I ended up going down with uh, I think five or six of my buddies in a Winnebago. Um, had some running with the the law on the way down, but that's another day. But uh, I had one ticket for the first night. And I'll tell a quick story here that we haven't talked about, Jason, yet on this show. I don't think I've told you. Um, I had a ticket for the first night. My friends found their way in. 
but we were screwed. And I'm like you, Jay, I typically have my tickets well in advance. This was what, 17 years ago. I wasn't quite as good of a planner, but, uh, so long story short, one of my friends, Scott Viciana, um, ran into a guy that he coached football with. And the guy was one of the heads of security for Hampton Coliseum. Didn't know it. Um, the guy had us go out and, and go to Walmart, which was right from the parking lot around the block and get uh, red polo shirts and tan khaki pants, which was the uniform for the security guys. And uh, he got us in the doors about 10 minutes before anyone else. We, were, we had a hide in the bathroom stalls. And as he said, as soon as you hear you know, some noise, get out of there and, and run and enjoy. And uh, I can say that those were the only shows I ever had to sneak into. And usually I'm a paying customer and it was a rare one, but... Uh, <laughs> But we managed to get ourselves in, and and it was uh, one of those stories we don't forget. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's uh, an amazing adventure right there. That, that's an incredible tale. Uh, yeah, a, a huge win, huge win, huge win. I've yeah, never that heard that one. story. Yeah, that's amazing. Like I've never heard of anyone sneaking into a show by pretending your security. <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, we were we were a little nervous, but it was our only option, and uh, you got to do what you got to do. But that was that was definitely a fun run, um, and so uh, yeah. Now I'm curious to just hear a little bit more. You know what we talk about on the podcast is a lot about leadership, and that comes in all different forms. And you know, I often sit back and watch uh, the way that you moderate and manage the community and you know i just give you a lot of credit because a you have a lot of patience b i think you do a really good job of striking that balance between you know an open forum for people to share their thoughts ideas you know even if you don't agree that's okay but then there's also a line that you can't cross and um so could you talk a little bit about that and just you know your approach to it and how you think about you know what's you know gone too far um, curious to hear. It's, um, it's honestly a real juggling act. And I, I honestly cannot pretend to say, you know, I always get it right. Um, I try to do what's right, but again, that's, it's my opinion of what I think is right, which is just one person. So it's, it's very, very tricky. Um, I used to spend a lot of time on like in in the mid 2000s, mid to late 2000s on fantasy tour, um, which back then, I mean, fantasy tour now has kind of got a, a mixed reputation as just being kind of a trollish board. But back then, um, it, it, it was a very useful site. Um, any, any information, uh, rumors or truths, uh, were often covered it, be it fish or not. I mean, it was, there was a lot of stuff, uh, you could just go there. It was almost like, uh, you know, reading the New York times. You, you could look at the front page and you'd see stuff that was happening in the fish world, uh, the real worlds, um, other bands worlds. Um, so it was just, it was a decent resource and it, it did start to get a little more mean spirited. Um, and, and that was part of why I kind of migrated to Facebook and started using that a little bit more. um, you know, it's, 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 again, it's, it's all judgment calls from, from one guy. So I, I definitely do not think I get all, all the calls right. I don't like seeing people get picked on or bullied. Um, you know, we talked earlier about, 
being being new to the scene, you know, uh, some people get a little rattled if somebody's asked a question that's been asked a thousand times before. And you know, I've always thought, you know, you could sit there and say you could you could belittle somebody and say, well, hey, you're you're stupid for not knowing that. You must be a noob. Uh, or you could just give the answer. And whether you've given the answer once or a hundred times, it takes the same amount of you know, thought and effort, uh, than, than being mean, really. Um, there, there's just two ways to look, I think, in most of those situations. So try to, try to just be a little nicer to the people. Um, I don't like, uh, segregating fans in, in any way. And, and, and there's just been, there's been so many different things, especially in the last few years. Um, you know, uh, more more attention being paid to racism and sexism um you know and 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 the speech on facebook people saying like negative things um you just got to call it out when you see it and and just try to make people realize it's not just what should or should not be allowed on a fish message board it's kind of how we should be treating everybody um, yeah, I just uh, think I'd like to see people be a little more civil towards each other, whether you're a stranger or a friend. Um, it, it's just more more beneficial, I think, for everybody. Yeah, and I mean, a lot, of, to, words. a lot of words there. No, but to a certain extent, it's it's like this is what the the fish community is about. I know that's part of what I you know I love the band and everything about the music, but. It's also the community, and so whether that's in person at a show or running into someone at Dunkin' Donuts that's wearing a, a fish hat or you're online, it's like we're part of this community, and um, that's why you know I, I know I appreciate everything you do for, for the community, and everyone should just think about that a little bit, and I agree. It's, you know, there's just no room, especially with everything else going on in this world. It's like this is our little escape, our place to be together. Um, there's enough good things to talk about and, and, you know, whether it's memories or looking forward to what's coming down the road, um, you know, it's just, it should be part of that community. So uh, I get, again, thank you, Jay, for, for everything you do to, to keep things on the rails. It's important. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lead by Example. We hope you learned something new about our guest and about yourself. Please click subscribe to access past and future episodes. And remember, don't be a follower. Lead by example.